With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There you will stand, so strong. I will say, long live Swiftcast. Your headphones blaring our podcast. Nothing is sweeter than Swiftcast. Hey everybody. Welcome to episode 126 of Swiftcast. This is Nate. Ashley. Haley. Steph. Ashley. And Adam. Has this ever happened before? I don't think so. All six of us on this episode. It might have once. It has once, yeah. One time? Okay. A while ago. It's a rare occurrence. Well, I'm glad though, because we have all kinds of good stuff to talk about today. Well, anyway, well, I wanted to cover a few things first before we dive into the meat of our episode. Just some of Taylor's most recent posts. First and foremost, this one I thought was exceptionally hilarious. Have you guys seen the video that Taylor posted of the grandma who was at her recent show where she brought out Mick Jagger? And the grandma is ecstatic about about seeing her. Have you guys seen this at all? Yeah, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. This grandma is like just beside herself. She's just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. (laughs) Absolutely like floored by Mick Jagger coming out. That was a pretty good impression, Nate. Oh, thank you. (laughs) That was really nice. Just to see that is why Taylor brings guests out to surprise people and make them happy. And I'm sure for that lady, Mick Jagger and the Rolling Stones were probably like the one direction of when she was a teenager. Like her Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, on the subject of the things that she's been posting, a, a couple more. The next one that she posted, the picture of Meredith. Taylor is holding Meredith, and I believe the caption reads, Meredith is allergic to joy. And it's this picture of Taylor, super excited, smiley face, having a great time. And this picture of Meredith, she's holding Meredith and just absolutely not having it whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> Basically looks like Grumpy Cat. I was going to say, I think Meredith could be the new national symbol for Grumpy Cat. I think she honestly could. Those two should meet. I love Grumpy Cat. I think Ed has some pull with Grumpy Cat. (laughs) I think you're right, yeah. Yeah, they'd be able to work something out. Yeah, imagine if you could get a picture of Taylor and Meredith and Grumpy Cat all together. (laughs) That would be amazing. Doesn't Ed have some selfies that he's posted with Grumpy Cat? I'm pretty sure. He just had a picture with Doug the Pug. Back in 2013, Ed tweeted, Grumpy Cat follows one person. I am honored, Grumpy Cat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you should work on that for sure. That would be pretty amazing. Well, the last one I wanted to talk about was the most recent post that Taylor has had. It was of, and we found out which dog this is. It's actually her mom's dog. But anyway, the same dog from the video a couple weeks ago. And I'm not sure what it is. Is this, is this like a large, this is like a German Shepherd or like a... It's a Great Dane. A Great Dane, thank you, yeah. Massive dog. So anyway, he's licking this Newton's cradle and getting the marbles to have this chain reaction over and over again. This dog would, would lick the marble and step back for a second and just watch it, you know, the, the cradle <laughs> go. And then he'd lick it again and, and watch it go. And Taylor goes, Mom, I think your dog is a genius. <laughs> <laughs> I love that dog. 
I wish we knew the dog's name, but I don't think we do. So anyway, moving on more into the meat of our episode, we're going to recap some of Taylor's old tweets from this month. The first one's from September 29th, 2009. Taylor tweeted, scouring the house for my dad's bifocals. <laughs> for some reason, this reminds me of like when adults join social media and don't know what sort of stuff you're supposed to share, so they just post every aspect of their day. Literally everything, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the next one is basically an add-on from that. She says, found them. Tomorrow could have been a very blurry day for him. We're all good, though. <laughs> Thank you for letting us know. <laughs> <laughs> Crisis averted. This also reminds me of Taylor's, I'm trying to find my glasses. It would be better if I actually had my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> and when she was in the shower saying that she was trying to read the shampoo bottles because she thought maybe she magically could see <laughs> again. Her next one from October 2nd, 2010 is also about Scott. She wrote, took a walk by a quiet lake with my dad. Quiet, except for the incredibly loud sound of him slurping the last of his frappuccino. Good times. <laughs> she really likes to post about her dad this time of year. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> She just had that Scott Swift appreciation post the other day. She did. Him jamming out to speak now. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> and our next one is from October 1st, 2011. Taylor tweeted, I got to say, peace up, a town down in Atlanta. Then Usher came out and sang, yeah, with me. I'm thinking, is this real life? wonder who she'll have in Atlanta this time. That show's coming up. I wonder that too. She always has somebody there. It's always a rapper too. She had B.O.B. on the Red Tour. Yeah. Do you think it could be Kendrick, then? Don't say that. Because <laughs> <laughs> none of us will be there. That would be cool, though. She has to bring him out at least once this tour. I'm so surprised that she hasn't yet. Me other too. rappers who are from Atlanta, 2 Chains, Akon, lots of other people I haven't heard of. <laughs> There's some good options. TLC, they're not really still together. Soldier Boy. I'm going to vote for Soldier Boy. <laughs> I don't think he's been relevant in like six years. <laughs> I think you just had the one song that was it. Yeah. CeeLo Green. CeeLo Green, actually, that would be kind of cool. Kyle Massey from the Disney Channel. Certainly <laughs> <laughs> not so Raven. Yeah. According to Wikipedia, he's classified as a rapper. Oh, is he? Young Jeezy, Young Joff. Wow, Atlanta brings out a lot of rappers. I definitely think it'll be another rapper, though. I have a feeling. Well, our next tweet is about another rapper. It's from October 2nd, 2011. Singing Live Your Life with T.I. tonight was unreal. Loudest screams from the crowd, 14,000 people, hands in the air. Welcome back, T.I. Was that show the day after in Atlanta then? Was that two guests for Atlanta, Usher, and then T.I.? It was. Was T.I. not Speak Now? It is Speak Now. Oh, okay. 2011, yeah. Oh, okay, never mind, never mind. Okay, yeah. Well, our next one from October 2nd of 2012, literally one year after this last tweet. This whole thing where Red is number one on iTunes makes me so happy. I will now use this as an excuse to celebrate by eating more croissants. <laughs> from October 3rd, 2013, Taylor tweeted, So excited about my Glamour magazine cover. This is one of my favorite pics from the shoot. Caption, looking for a hair tie. That was when she changed her Twitter photo to that, and she had not changed it in so long. She probably didn't know how. <laughs> <laughs> probably. 
Was that when she started that like profile changing spree where she went through like six photos? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, she did. I think it was around there because the hair tie photo didn't last too long. Mm-hmm. Our last one comes from October 2nd of 2014. And she said, it's October, a.k.a. the month when the horror movie ads start and at any moment a dead doll or corpse ghost could pop up on my TV. Hashtag struggles. <laughs> she really does get scared easily, doesn't she? <laughs> <laughs> so now we're going to be moving on to our new segment, Keeping Up With Swift. Our first piece of news is very exciting because as we talked about last week on episode 125, Ryan Adams released his own version of 1989. And if you haven't gotten to listen to that episode, go back and give it a listen to hear about what we thought about his version in 1989. But both his album and Taylor's 1989 albums are both in the top 10 of the Billboard 200 chart. You know, I just want to make a comment about this that I don't think I really said on the last episode. I was listening to a local radio show and they were actually talking about this album and they said, which is pretty true, that when Ryan Adams decided to do this, he must have realized that if he just made his own album, you know, just with new songs, it very likely would not have been very high on the charts. And so does that mean this whole thing was just really a marketing ploy on his part to use Taylor's name to get relevant again? It's an interesting thought. That's what I thought when I first saw all this was going on. I mean, we do talk a lot about how people like to connect themselves to Taylor because it gives them publicity. But I think he also wanted to just make the version his own. Uh, We talked a little bit last week about how Taylor's music actually helped Ryan through some tough times in his life. And I think he probably connected with the music and wanted to sort of reimagine it. It could have also snowballed, I mean, something much greater. I know that the first couple songs that he actually put out, I mean, Taylor was so excited about it. I wonder if that's what pushed him over the edge to be like, hey, you know what, why don't I just cover this entire album? At first, I thought he was just covering a few songs. So that's a good idea, too. I don't know. That's interesting, though. I'm still very anxious to find out the Grammy nominations. And even though this is technically eligible, I don't think it deserves a nomination. And I, I hope that only Taylor gets it. Would they nominate an album uh, for being a cover album? It can be eligible, yes. Yeah, okay. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, if you guys are interested, if you haven't checked out last week's episode, we actually talk all about Ryan Adams' 1989. So if you haven't uh, listened to that, it's episode 125, and please go check it out. In our next piece of news, so during night one in St. Louis, the secret song Taylor performed was You Belong With Me. And then during night two, the secret song was 15, and... That night, Taylor brought a special guest out, and that was Nellie. Woohoo! <laughs> Ashley was right. Last week, she predicted this before the show even happened, and it happened. However, I did not predict that they would sing Hot in Here, and I was <laughs> kind of very surprised that they did. I am too, actually, yeah. It doesn't seem like a typical choice for Taylor for her concerts. When I found this out, my first response was, is she really singing about... I'm going to take off all my clothes. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, with the guests she's had on this tour, she's been singing about anything and everything, especially with, you know, as we've talked about, Trap Queen. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, it is a very popular, iconic song, and I think they wanted to make a really special performance for Haim's last show. Mm -hmm. Which, that was really cool. They seemed to really enjoy that, too. I love the video of them learning the choreography. Oh, yeah, that was cool. That was awesome. 
That definitely would have been something to see. Not only did they sing Hot in here, but they also sang Nelly's song, The Fix. So they got two songs plus Heim on stage. So that crowd was very lucky. <laughs> now, Nelly is the only guest, I'm pretty sure, right, that has come out for three tours, three consecutive tours. Speak Now, Red, and 1989. That's right. Yeah. So that's quite a compliment. Seriously, it is. Absolutely right. Literally the only person. I mean, it was crazy. I mean, we were fortunate enough to be able to interview Andy Grammer, and he was invited on uh, last tour as well as this tour twice. I mean, that's almost unheard of, right, to come on as a guest on anyone's tour ever, more than one performance like that. Yeah, there are very few, even for Taylor, who've had multiple, so to have three is a lot. It is Nelly. He does deserve it. <laughs> yeah, and when Ashley brought this up last week, I said how Nelly always reminds me now of the bonus track. <laughs> <laughs> where she says that it's like a 2000 Nelly's track when they're doing Blank Space. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> She's such a fan. Well, if you listened to last week's episode, we opened with what was a funny introduction to the episode where we brought up OK Magazine's cover where they talked about Taylor getting married in England and changing her name and having a guest list and 14 bridesmaids and all this gossip. Well, a few days later, Taylor tweeted and she said, What the press says I'm doing, buying a Beverly Hills mansion and getting married in an English castle. What I am doing, playing a show in St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, we got Sassy Swift back. It's great. Sassy Swift is my favorite Swift. Yeah. So our next bit of news is actually really cool. I love it when Taylor does things like this. Now, Taylor's backup dancer, Toshi, a uh, really nice guy, had a I was fortunate enough to be able to meet him briefly, take a picture with him. He has a nephew who was diagnosed with cancer. And uh, what Taylor ended up doing was donating $50,000 to him for treatment for his cancer. $50,000. Yes. Bravo. Unbelievable. I mean, seriously, like her generosity, every single time I'm just surprised at everything that she does. Yeah, she is the one who GoFundMe had to change the highest possible donation because she's already done this before, <laughs> donated $50,000 on GoFundMe and she had to do separate entries. So they decided to change the way people can donate. And here we are not very long after and she's donating 50 more thousand dollars. So I just hope that his nephew is okay. It's just horrible. Yeah, absolutely. I love that Taylor is so supportive of causes like childhood cancer, and she always has been, and she always will be. Well, the next piece of news, not too many details that we know of about this, but a couple people on Twitter reported that Taylor performed a private acoustic show at the Grammy Museum last week. Wouldn't that have been something to see? Is that real? Is this, do we know? <laughs> I don't think Taylor has ever done anything like this, has she? No. Can you imagine? Oh my god. No band. Right. Just Taylor. Now, clarify this for me. Was she just visiting the museum? Now, did she have this planned already? Like, do you guys happen to know anything about it? It seemed to me like it was for industry people. Mm -hmm. And since the museum has the exhibit about her, sure, maybe it was sort of in conjunction with that. But she took some photos with people in front of that huge wall of the magazine covers. Oh, cool. Which I love. Yeah. Love that wall. <laughs> It should be every Swifties wall in their entire house. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she took photos in front of that. I thought that was really cool. 
I wish people would give videos, but I don't think that will ever happen. It's really crazy to me just to think that I was in front of that wall taking a picture and that Taylor stood in that same spot. Yeah, same exact spot. She stood by one of my favorite covers, the Time Magazine one. The, the title is just The Power of Swift. So great. Well, going back to special guests, during Toronto's Night One, Taylor brought out Keith Urban, and they sang John Cougar, John Deere, John 16, and Somebody Like You. So two songs from Keith Urban. I think I mentioned more than once how I was dying to see them together, and I'm not okay. Yeah, that must have been something. Two really great songs. And a lot of people probably don't remember, but they actually performed Somebody Like You together on the Fearless Tour in 2009. Oh, did they really? I didn't know that. I did not remember that. I only remembered when I was searching for a video of this performance and stumbled across the old one. Oh, that's cool. I'm a huge, huge fan of him. He's just amazing. We know the other thing, too, some of you may or may not remember, but in Toronto, for the secret song, actually, during the Red Tour, one of the nights she played Highway Don't Care, which is really interesting, because obviously Keith Urban's a huge part of that song. So I wonder if Keith Urban has some type of affinity for Toronto or, or something like that. I don't know. I don't know, but when I saw the rumors that he was going to be there, part of me was very worried that they would do Highway Don't Care, even though Tim <laughs> McGraw was not, because that's something I would really want to see. But I think Keith is one of those people who's always been there for Taylor when she won the Pinnacle Award, you know, he was there. And it's cool that she's inviting all these country artists, especially recently, the Van Perry, Dirk Bentley, Keith Urban. It just goes to show you, even though she switched genres, she still is a fan of country music and really appreciates all the people who have helped her throughout her career. And then moving on to night two, Taylor's special guest was Charlie XCX, and they sang Boom Clap. I think the most exciting thing for me about that performance was that Taylor was in a brand new outfit. That was a really awesome outfit. So sparkly. I think I'm going to wear that outfit for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was really cool. Somebody put that side by side with a picture of the Taylor by Taylor perfume bottle and said, these are the same. <laughs> that is awesome. They really are, though, when you think about it. So uh, one of our last bits of news. Now, as you guys know, Taylor is frequent to uh, Saturday Night Live, always doing a lot of special guest things, or they're always you know, doing their own skits about Taylor. Anyway, so very recently, Saturday Night Live came out with this skit where they talked about Taylor's squad and Taylor's squad goals. And it was really funny. It was this parody about this futuristic world where everyone was part of Taylor's squad and these two girls were the last ones standing. And it was this like post-apocalyptic, crazed, swifty world. And it was hilarious. I don't know if you guys have seen this or not, but I thought they did an excellent job with the skit. Yeah, one of my favorite parts was when Keenan Thompson was talking with the girls and he hadn't become part of the squad yet, but then there's a little cutscene of him like being dragged away and he's yelling, I'm going to meet Taylor. <laughs> uh, that was one of the best spots. And then like 30 seconds later, you see him on this truck and they're, they're blaring out that they're all going to lay out on these matching American flag towels. And you just see Keenan, he's like, yeah! <laughs> it's like... <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the funniest skit. Everything they do. I love the minds of SNL right now. I think they're really funny. Well, Miley was the host of this episode, and even she did a better job than I expected. Wow. 
I agree. She can be pretty funny when she, like in this situation on SNL, she was way funnier than she was as the host of, was it the VMAs? <laughs> yeah, the VMAs. <laughs> she just like bombed those. Yeah, she just tried too hard or, you know, but on SNL when there's actually some writing involved and, you know, she can be a comedic actress. She's pretty good. I actually tuned in just because I heard that Miley was going to bash Taylor in a skit. <laughs> But it turned out that wasn't the case at all. It was a, the pre-film skit sort of movie trailer thing. I love the whole skit. I think the only thing that could have made it better is if Taylor was actually in it. I agree. I'm actually surprised she hasn't said anything about it yet. I'm sure she loved it. The last time SNL did the Swiftamine skit last year, shortly after 1989 was released, they did the funny skit where Taylor's stuck in your head and you need the medicine Swiftamine to get her out of your head. And she loved that. I feel like this is something she would have liked, too. It was not really cruel or anything. It was pretty nice, actually. I was thinking about it, too. Maybe the other thing, though, the flip side of it is if it's too much publicity, like if it paints this picture, say, to people who don't particularly care for Taylor, that she's this crazy person now who just has all these friends for publicity purposes and then, you know, whatever else. So maybe she's trying to keep her distance on it, too. Who knows? Yeah, you know, I have seen people sometimes when there are articles about Taylor's guests or models appearing, some people do comment and say, I'm so sick of Taylor parading all of her famous friends around. Nobody cares. And Taylor explained why she does this. It's because it's not of, what it's about at all. It's what we talked about first thing in this episode, the grandma's reaction. She wants to surprise us. She knows that that is what keeps people excited. But I think Taylor will just always be misunderstood for whatever reason. Well, did any of you guys see earlier in the week, a couple days ago, the Scream Queen Swiftmas parody? Oh my god, yes, I died. Basically, the new TV show Scream Queen starring Emma Roberts, who is definitely a Taylor fan, and the show is done by Ryan Murphy from Glee, who's also a Taylor fan made a video that was a complete spoof of the Swiftness video that Taylor shows on tour of her sending packages to everybody. I've actually not seen it at all. Yeah, I've seen reports about it, but I didn't get to watch it yet. Well, um, was it funny? Could you go into detail a little bit? I thought it was really funny. I don't know if anyone was offended by it. I wouldn't think so. But basically it was starring this character who was sending all of her fans presents for Halloween, and she was sending them all really, like, disturbing gifts like, <laughs> like <laughs> apples with razors coming out of them and then all her fans were crying and falling on the floor and it was pretty accurate <laughs> my favorite part was her the character's name was chanel when she showed up at the fan's house and they reenacted the car driving scene <laughs> oh when taylor went to new england and rode the little car yeah it was exactly like that <laughs> Wow. Well, doesn't Scream Queens have a main character who's obsessed with Taylor or something? I thought I read that Taylor was mentioned on the very first episode as well. I think so, yeah. I think everyone that works on the show is fans of her, so I feel like they incorporate her a lot. Okay, I haven't checked that show out yet, but it seems like something I should watch at some point. Well, bottom line, I'm confident in saying that in about in about three years... The SNL skit will actually become a reality, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that SNL is back, this is something I always talk about. I felt like I talked about it on every episode last year. 
during the TV season. I wonder if Taylor will be a host. I've been waiting now for over six years. I hope so. I hope in the like the tour off season, in the writing season, basically, I'd hope she'd be able to swing something. Yeah, looking at her schedule, she's still busy in November and December with the 1989 World Tour outside of the United States. So maybe in January or February or March would be a good time. Yeah, I was thinking that there is a very good possibility that Taylor could be doing the Super Bowl. And if she is, that would be perfect to do SNL, then do the Super Bowl. But I don't know if the Super Bowl will actually happen. I just think that it's been so much time, and I think she could be absolutely hilarious. So I want to see it again, where she's the host and the musical guest. Oh, totally. That would seriously be awesome. It's bound to happen. It really is. I just am still so shocked it didn't happen for 1989, which she moved to New York. She says, welcome to New York. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. At least we did get to see her in the California Dreaming skit in the spring of this year, but that's just not the same. That skit was epic, though. Betty White, Bradley Cooper, yeah. Well, as Adam mentioned, Taylor has a busy calendar for really the rest of the year, and this month is no exception. On October 8th, Taylor will be in Des Moines at the Wells Fargo Arena. Then on October 9th and 10th, she will be in Omaha at the CenturyLink Center. And then on October 12th, she will be in Fargo at the Fargo Dome. The shocking thing is that none of us are going to be at any of those shows. It really is shocking. It is. <laughs> We're slacking. <laughs> at least one of us is normally at, like, one show that we cover every week. It's crazy. <laughs> no, we've spent a lot of money this tour. So moving on, anyway, uh, we have a few mini-segments for you guys. Our first one is from at KMFZTA. Spending way more time than I should thinking about what to wear to a Taylor Swift concert tomorrow. Swifty problems. I understand. <laughs> we all have this problem. Our next one comes from This Love is Alive. Are you going to dress up as Taylor Swift for Halloween? Hashtag Swifty problems. There have to be more Swifty problems than that. Come on, guys. Oh, there is. Um, our next one comes from at uh, a guy Swifty on Twitter. And he says, quote, can I dress up as Mick Jagger for Halloween? And Swiftcast13 just says no. Hashtag Nate problems. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you who may be a little bit confused, a guy Swifty is Nate. It, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so Nate, you want to be Mick Jagger for Halloween? That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, we were batting around uh, Halloween ideas and I don't know. I texted Nate and told him that Mick Jagger was the guest, and he was like, oh my god, I can't believe I missed that. And I was like, wait, are you kidding or serious? I'm like, I'm serious. <laughs> like, <laughs> I did actually think that was really cool, definitely. I'd love to see the Rolling Stones at least, you know, once before I die. You would have had the grandma's reaction. I would have. It would have been awesome. <laughs> I should edit myself into that video, like, <laughs> right next to her. <laughs> Well, I'm disappointed that no one else has sent in their Swifty problems, so you guys should really tweet them to us, because we know that you have a lot. Oh, totally. Especially with the tour winding down. That's a huge problem that we all have. Our problems are about to increase. It's called post-concert depression. Post-tour depression. Post-era depression. Don't remind me at all of any of that. Ugh. Although our fans overseas are probably starting to get really excited, so we probably should not get them depressed Quite yet. <laughs> is 
So, yep, that's it for our mini-segments for the week. Um, and now we just have a small bit of fashion to cover, which I personally will be covering, because I love this <laughs> segment here. As the only qualified fashion expert. Well, you know, maybe you guys should just get on my level, so... <laughs> <laughs> So our first, um, our only bit of fashion news actually for this week comes from Loft 89. This is in Toronto. This is on October 2nd. And Taylor wore an Aritzia Wilfred-free Mariel dress in CD black slash oak for $75. And that's all we got. Uh, <laughs> well, as always, a big thank you to TaySwiftStyle.com for providing us with all of our newest fashion updates. And so just a few reminders for you guys, please, please press the subscribe button on iTunes, and that will automatically download our latest episode for you every single week, so you can tune in without any hassle at all. And if you guys want to, of course, for our mini segments and things, you can always submit to us anything you like, uh, anything you want to talk about, anything you've heard in our episodes. You can reach us on Twitter at SwiftCast13. You can find us on Tumblr, swiftcast13.tumblr.com. You can find us on our Instagram, instagram.com slash theswiftcast13. Our Facebook, facebook.com slash theswiftcast. You can email us at theswiftcast13 at gmail.com. Or you can find all these things on our website, swiftcast13.com. And just a small reminder for you guys, iTunes only shows our most recent 100 episodes. So if you guys feel like listening to any of our older episodes, you can actually find them all on our website, swiftcast13.com. And they're all listed there. You can find every single one that you want to listen to, so... So what do you guys think that Taylor will do next week? I think Taylor is going to give us our first posting about the fall, something about pumpkin spice lattes or baking some type of cookies or something like that. Yeah, she really hasn't had anything yet, and she always does. Scarves and drawers. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think of when I think of Taylor and fall, is I think of all too well. Yes, me too. I think she's going to attempt to keep taking more selfies with Meredith until she gets one where Meredith doesn't look disgusted. <laughs> that will probably never, ever happen. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still convinced she's working on those invites for her wedding in the English castle, you know? <laughs> well, she has 14 bridesmaids to figure out, so... Nice. She'll be keeping her busy. You know, she can deny it on Twitter or whatever, but that tabloid said it's true, so... <laughs> and Nate, I don't think you were on last week. Did you hear from that magazine cover that she's changing her name to be Taylor Harris? Oh, nice. Yep. Nice. Wow. That's a bold move, Taylor. It really is. Staple Center, sold out. Taylor Harris. <laughs> <laughs> like, it doesn't even sound right. No. <laughs> Would she really take his stage last name? I wonder. Or would she actually do his real last name since she calls him by his real name? What is his real last name, Adam? Wiles, W-I-L-E-S. Okay. Taylor Swift hyphen Wiles. <laughs> no hyphen. Yeah, no hyphen. That would be horrible. That'd be, it would be awful. I hope she never does that. But in all seriousness, I think if she were to get married at any point, whether it's Calvin or down the road, I'm pretty confident that she'll keep her own name. I'm pretty sure. You know, it's... It has a little bit of notoriety to it. Just a little. I think the guy should change his last name to Swift. I think so, too. Yeah, that'd be actually really cool. <laughs> Calvin Swift. I mean, it would be a huge benefit to him. Yeah, really. My God. <laughs> I still think Taylor's going to have Soldier Boy in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> 
But no, I really do think she'll have another rapper. Maybe they'll do the Nene, Nene song. <laughs> <laughs> Whip it. Yeah. Oh, man. It's catchy. Yeah. Hey. I can see that happening. I don't know. I just think that Taylor will be posting more videos since she seems to be hanging out with her mom a lot. Oh, one thing I was really hoping that would happen is maybe not this week, but very soon she'll announce details for the 1989 tour DVD. I hope so. It was around this time for Speak Now, wasn't it? Yeah, it was released the week of Thanksgiving. I was going to say November, I thought, right? Yeah, so... And the tour ended somewhere around November 21st or 22nd in the U.S., so I don't know. I think she should tell us now so we can stop worrying about it. I agree. (laughs) I have a bad feeling she's not going to, and we're going to have to worry about it. (laughs) Someone tweet Scott Borchetta. We'll get to the bottom of this. <laughs> yeah, you are right, though. I just looked it up. The album was announced on September 21st, 2011. Oh, I think it makes sense to sell this for the holiday season. Totally. Mm-hmm. So, But if she hasn't announced it yet, I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was announced in September, and it was released in November, exactly two months later. I remember being really disappointed because she had teased that she was going to make an announcement and I thought it was going to be adding more Speak Now tour dates. So did I. (laughs) I was still excited, but I wanted more dates. Well, that makes me lose hope now that Adam looked up the exact dates, but we'll see what happens. Well, on that note, I think because in the past Taylor has announced more tour dates. I think this week she's going to announce a ton more North American tour dates uh, for <laughs> oh boy <laughs> for, for 2016. Okay, Nate. Right? <laughs> yeah. Please hold on to that hope. I can dream. She knows we have I'm no more money for that. The seats would all be empty because we're all broke. Because we're everyone literally is just broke. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, thanks for tuning in this week, guys. For episode 126, this has been Nate. Ashley. Haley, Steph, Ashley, and Adam. And we'll see you next week, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. See ya. Bye. Peace out, Swift Scouts. Thank you for listening to this episode of SwiftCast. Visit us on the web at theswiftcast.com. The theme song for SwiftCast was written and performed by Sydney and Chuck. SwiftCast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift, Big Machine Label Group, or 13 Management. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.